Welcome to the Lesbo and the Bean universe. Lesbo and the Bean. L-A-T-B. Lat-B. Where mixed martial arts and the UFC get silly. Big silly. Buckle up and move your tray tables to their upright position. And please, somebody shut that baby up. It's time for Lesbo and the Bean. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 195. 194. 194. I'm getting all over the place. I don't know. Is it 194? I'm all mixed up because it's the first weekend that I got to go solo. I'm going to have to go a little bit sober without the UFC. First time in over like 11 weeks. I don't know what to do with myself. Weekend's coming up and I'm like, well, there's some bare knuckle boxing going on. There's some jiu-jitsu going on. There's a little bit of KS whatevers. I'm going to be able to find fights, but it's never going to really satiate. It's never going to fully encapsulate my UFC love. I am a top casual and only st- watch mainly the top. <laughs> How have you been, Lesbo? I am doing all right. I'm bummed there's no fights, but maybe absence makes the heart grow fonder. Um, there's been some crazy good fights, and I don't want to get to a place where I am um, complacent on how amazing these guys are with or without their names like when a good fight's a good fight and sometimes it happens the second fight of the night sometimes it happens the um seventh you know they're not always the main event so watching all the way through I'm a little more than lay casual so (laughs) (laughs) most casuals know most casuals are talking about right now conor mcgregor and habib normal apparently he married a towel my bad he that was deleted, but uh, Conor McGregor throwing blows at the family, wives, and a lot of people saying that this is out of bounds. This is one of those few territories that it's like, no, 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 you talk about fighting, and uh, we already saw how the first fight went, so it's really weird that this is happening, but I'm sure you've seen these tweets. I'm sure you've seen the reply of, you are a hypocrite, racy, rapist. Which you are a rapist. <laughs> Damn! Little better than... Uh, yeah, I'd much rather marry a towel than uh, rape somebody or be accused of it, I guess. I know. It's a weird argument. Like, um, frightening time for women. <laughs> like, True. Good point. Great way, point. Either way. Either but, way. Um, good point. The number one problem that I have with it, over the religion, is, you know, whatever you want to say about it. But um, I don't like... You know, your home girl. Imagine if somebody talked about your home girl. Truth, truth. I I end up getting that's, a little heated. That's where it's like, and you know, whatever that whole day was to you guys, and special where you're like, you don't even know how beautiful my girl was that day, and um, so and she's a dime piece, by the way. Yeah. She's totally Habib's wife, but and all respectfully, she's a dime piece. Habib, don't come after me. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's one. She's so hot, you need to cover her twice. No <laughs> hell. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> getting close, getting close, getting close to the topics at hand. But how do you feel about the entire? Uh, I mean, Connor did instigate this, and this is a way that Connor, regardless of what we're saying, we're still talking about him. So this man knows how to keep his name in the limelight without fights coming about. He knows how to keep us chatting. How do you feel like it looks overall in his um, career? I'm over him, kind of in a way of like. 
all right. Oh, you're going to do something wacky. I don't know. He, It's like, all right, Johnny Depp. <laughs> like, wacky guy. Like, How much whiskey know. are you drinking in a day? And he has a rosé company. And there's probably things he probably, at this stage, he probably has a lot of yes people around him. Probably. And it's, hope, oh, I don't want to assume, like, I know he has a lot of his family around him, or D also as well, like, grounded people, hoping some people are grounded in his life. But, um... It's kind. It's it's next level. Is it's it's like Connor has to take it to this game, and then it makes me think. Oh, there's gonna be, is there gonna be another fight? Is this all just a whole? Is this a WWE shtick just to build up? And we know what Connor does is his number one thing is he wants to eventually figure out the something so he can get you to blow your wad, like come out emotional. That's his shtick. It's true. And so he tried the whole first fight to hit buttons anywhere he could. And now it's like he's having to go to such a level that is dangerous, in my opinion. It's dangerous. The and it's, in- do you, like, even the energy of it, doesn't it feel dangerous? Well, it just feels so weird that Connor's coming out here when he was thoroughly dominated in the first fight. <laughs> like, it wasn't even close. And that's what's, to me, so weird about it. Like, if it was a dirty-ass split decision, yeah, keep talking hella shit. But... If you got dominated that way, all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, uh, Uriah Faber's back in the division. Hey, butchin, let's go. <laughs> that would be me because you need a win under your belt before you can be coming at the champ the way. I mean, was that even close? You got dropped by a wrestler all of a sudden, no, which you've talked about shit. No, he was. Right? So it's so weird that he's coming at him this way when it's like, dude. It's going to probably go worse the second time around. And of course, I've been seeing the clips of you want to talk. Let's talk. Let's talk, and it's only business. Do you remember all of these yeah. clips? So yeah. I'm sure you have now that it's been coming around. So that's why it's just leaving such an awkward, negative taste in my mouth as far as to Mac, which it's for him, it's hard to do. I feel like he gets a lot of leverage for being as himself and bringing the sport to where it's at. But I think those limits are being tested by far amongst the community because. His legacy is now starting to really be tarnished, and it's it's heavy. It's starting to get heavy duty, and we've seen the stuff above board has been rough. Let alone what's going, you know, in the court documents. Yeah, and and it's is it all for notoriety? Is it all staged and planned and everything just like a media move? It's like the same time he says this, the rose. Uh, the same time, the same day he announces his retirement is like the same hour that the rape charges come out in the New York Times. Like, it's like, is he just, and then now everybody's talking about this, which is a huge deal, which imagine now as your publicist, I'm going to tell you, damn, the rape charges, no one, I'm looking at Twitter, no one stopped talking about this. This is the number one thing. I hate to tell you this right now, but you got to go big or go home. Like, you got to give these MFers something to tweet about other than your rape, which it has totally done, which is crazy, even though, even on the rape Whenever rapist, rapist, everyone was like, all right, Allie, get off Khabib's Twitter. Like, they didn't say it off any of the other tweets. Right. Allie, Allie, Allie. But that one, it was like, we don't believe Khabib would do this. We don't believe Khabib would do this. And it, I don't know. I think it's crazy. I think both things are crazy. I think it's bringing out a weird character in Khabib of the guy I thought he was, if these are his tweets. 
and it wouldn't anyone, but this is, it's a social media day where these followers matter and we're in a weird, weird place. I want to bring up a really weird topic that is very subtle and nobody likes to talk about in combative sports. And it, it's interesting because we'd like to talk about combative sports here, but it is kind of the trauma. And to me, this is all frontal lobe damage. This is all traumatic brain injury, impulse control, lacking of being able to stop your impulse of tweeting out these things that at hindsight are really bad moves. This is traumatic brain injury to its major extent of not looking into the future, not being able to see it because you have now scars and lacerations in your frontal lobe. Only because I have experience in this, do I, I, it's just a pattern that I keep seeing about and it's really unfortunate because I love the sport so much, but I know where it goes. I know what eventually keeps happening to these guys. You can't keep eating these overhand Russian rights. <laughs> and, you know, it doesn't affect you. And it's as much as it is sparring as it is eventually, some people end up making a career of taking a lot of punches and are absolutely fine. It's just, to me, I see patterns. That's why we like to talk about betting here is because I like to see a lot of these things. And to me, this all is just lack of impulse. Impulse control, which to me, immediately impulse control is frontal lobe damage. That's always what I related to. So take that for what it's worth. I'm going to keep watching. I have to be honest, too. I think society is set up for impulse control damage, especially totally like agree. just, I mean, with fame, with booze, with drugs, with social media now added on to it. So any moment of any day of any party, like everyone can be there. It's a very, it's just strange. It's, it's crazy for me to wrap my head around. And it's, um, I think what we're seeing more than anything, um, and this is like frightening to me. And I know we're heavy on this episode, but, um, it's two totally separate cultures and two totally separate people and two totally separate Mm -hmm. worlds clashing it's just a clash. Like I feel like it's an eruption. I I'm I don't I don't think it would be great if it were a match. It's just very dangerous. Is this very comic booky where it's like Ireland versus Russia? I know. Are we gonna do this in Russia? That's what but that right isn't that all like just like a movie scene? Isn't it like, well, these stereotypes are fitting are in really, really well up? together. It, are they setting us up? No, let be conspiracy on the way. It's, it might be that kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> we can get there. We can get there. But if we're talking about any type of frontal lobe damage, we got to talk about the GOAT, greatest of all time, Artem Lobov, taking one of the heaviest duty slaps I've seen in a while from Pali Malinaji before his BKB bout with Hick Diaz himself, Jason Knight, who was not at the presser. Apparently, Pauly was. And he ended up getting in Artem Lobov's face, ended up saying, you don't get in my face. And then he slapped him and he said, I'm going to slap you like a, you can find the quotes. <laughs> but it ended up, uh, Anthony J- Johnson ended up taking the show by holding back Malinaji the whole time with one hand and just videotaping it. It was amazing. Did you end up catching <laughs> yeah. any of this? Only from one angle. That's so funny. They've already started to put out others. I've seen a few others. Oh, there's good ones. I haven't seen Anthony Johnson's yet, which by far has got to be the best angle. You can see it. When Pauly Malinaji looks back when he realizes it's Rumble Johnson, he's like, oh. And then Rumble's like, oh, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> it's so great. 
Gotta watch it. I and I couldn't believe. I just kept watching Artem the whole time because I saw Polly get into it, and I'm like, oh, who's Polly messing with? And then when I read it, Artem, I'm like, oh. And then I was wondering what a bigger way to get people to watch this bare knuckle fight. Hundred percent. Polly's schlick. He's 100%. schlick. He's well, good at selling a fight. And Artem is a willing participant. He understands it, and now he also has a setup fight later on. Regardless. He, yeah, but he can, like... Yep. Really, Win or lose yeah. this fight. They can set up in real boxing outside of bare knuckle and do this it, again. And charge get, $5 on a stream, and they're going to make way more money yeah, than he ever did in the UFC. Yeah, the GOAT, because casuals don't know. <laughs> like, you know, I, th- I think he should change his did name. You see well, the, no, the Russian hammer is so great, too, because he does it. Did you see the PETA complaint of a man slapping a GOAT? On live TV and pe- and oh, nobody no. being okay with it. PETA asked somebody, a Twitter troll, asked PETA if they had seen somebody open hand slapping a goat and whether I they thought it was okay. I somebody would open hand slap Tony Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other goat, the choo-choo goat, the real goat. Artem Lobov ended up uh, throwing a kick in there amongst a scuffle. And uh, I would say boxing, obviously, Polly Malinaji, MMA rules. Who do you think wins that fight? Polly versus who? Artem, MMA. Oh, Artem all day. Uh, right? Artem all day. Right? I think it should be an MMA fight. I'm just throwing that out there. That would be it could so be. dope. Polly ain't going to sign to that. I guarantee it. For enough money. I No, Polly ain't going to. If it's going to be a real fight, that's not like one of these WWE bouts that all these new guys are doing. It's, yeah, that's not the way to go. Speaking of WWE... Gotta throw it in there. You know, my girl Rhonda, she's been going high places. I know people hate it when we talk about this, but it is amongst our sport because we got her there. If it wasn't because of us, Rhonda wouldn't be where she is now. Not that she didn't work hard and she didn't do all this and that, but there was a lot of booty shots that I clicked on, had to do a lot of research on in order to get her there. So I'm taking as much credit as she is as getting her as a main event. First time ever in the WWE, WrestleMania, if you haven't heard of this, you've been living under a rock because her, Charlotte Flair, and who's it, the man, Becky Lynch. I don't even know who the fuck these ladies are, by the way. I don't know what they look like in the lineup, but I'll tell you their names because I'm hyped. Now I'll tell you. You know who Charlotte Flair is because I know you watch the 30 for 30. Ooh. I know you watch the 30 for 30. Woo! I'm one of those fans, yeah. by the way. I'm sorry. You're going to hear me in Fort Lauderdale throwing it um, out there. Which we'll get back to Fort Lauderdale. Oh, in, in a bit. In but, a bit. Um, the, <laughs> the way, my favorite part that I've noticed about the whole Ronda thing is fans are mad about her, like, breaking... Kayfabe. Yeah, like breaking it. I love it. I love it. I think it's a great shtick because she's the actual one who really fought. And the other funny part about it is if they want to work CM Punk back in, it's so great to do them through Ronda. And CM Punk still has a fight on his contract with the UFC. Totally. I... I <laughs> totally agree. In, I feel like they're it's both getting... equally enough to talk about at this point. <laughs> Ronda's way more famous. Than CM Punk? I think so by this point. She's headlining a WrestleMania. That's yeah, more, at this that's, point you're so right. That, that, that's so much more famous than you're CM so Punk. Right. I mean, uh, She's Phil She's a perfect character Brooks, over there. She had a nasty little attitude. A perfect. But Phil Brooks just throwing it out there. Still black, black B. Still black, black B. I'm, I'm just saying. Rhonda's way more famous. Yeah, I'm going to throw is. it out there. She totally is. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's like blowing up. It's kind of great. It's amazing, but I mean, it's the first time women have ever headlined a WrestleMania ever. That's a big deal. That's a pay per view. That's something that. Don't get me wrong. I ain't gonna pay for it. I'm gonna wait till the gifts come out. I'm just as excited though for her to move on as like. And a smart thing if you're Rhonda, she says if, if if cyborg comes over i will not do this i will not do this i'll quit i'll quit i'll quit if cyborg comes over blah 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 and she creates a whole character that breaks down the fourth wall like breaks down the camera and makes it like ah oh, this fake shit i'm not doing it i'm not doing it and then cyborg comes over and she doesn't play like it's fake and they're two mma fighters that's clever again. 100%. And the way they could probably implement movement with each other would be so different than these CrossFit athletes that she's going against now. Um, it could really bring another level to it. I I love what Rhonda is. Anyone who's hating, I'm like, let a girl make a living after UFC, everyone. As much as we love them or if True. they took losses bad or whatever, like you were just talking about with traumatic brain injury, let them become millionaires afterwards and do other stuff. I even love Misha Tate over at one. I love that. I love that. Like, they're making stuff of themselves. I love that Brennan Schaub's blowing up and doing comedy. It's a great point. It's a great point. Me too. I do love it. I know. Brennan Schaub's not tweeting out shit at other fighters like Connor. Like, Connor has more money than all the people we just talked about put together. And he's still messing with the little guy. But it's like, maybe it's like, Khabib, I'm going to blow you up. If you just take this fight, we'll blow up together. I don't have the the experience with the ultra hardcore drugs. Well, ultra, whatever. Just heavier drugs, I guess. Is this cocaine type of? I don't. I wouldn't know if this was also like we've heard that he has a lot of. He likes to get in that white candy, and is that that type of behavior? Does this eventually go on with the John Jones and like the irrational behavior on top of frontal lobe damage? Is it also like he did have multi million dollar deal that's going through the roof? What do we eventually get? The finest china. It always happens. Yeah. Is that yeah. also, is he, like, been gacked out for three days? It totally could be. Just up too long, starts getting paranoid, starts getting right? all free. Like, yeah. I think this guy, I think he's off the chain. Like, I think he's off the chain. I think he, like, lives in a whole different world. Like, I think he's... That's what I'm He's on such do. an ego trip right now. That's why when everyone's like, he's never going to fight again. Oh, he is. He's such an egomaniac. And it's so weird. And he's, yeah. But that's why, what doesn't make sense, I guess what should make sense is... Why he's only looking at Habib and it's the same time he lost the Diaz. All he did for those next seven months was train for Diaz and only want to get him. And then he won that five round split decision. But is that the same thing? Even though he lost, he's like in his head. He just as a fighter is like, I know I can beat that guy. I'm ready now. It's been a year. I'm ready now. And now we can start talking shit and start to get that game plan in line. There's so many tentacles to this octopus. I know, and I think it's going to get uglier before it gets better. I totally agree, and it's gnarly. The UFC put out a statement, well, unofficially Dana White put out a statement saying that both uh, people have been contacted and told to kind of knock it off. I want to put out a, um, after the show, I'm going to put out a poll with this episode or something that says, if you won free tickets from the UFC, if the UFC contacts you on Twitter or Insta or Facebook or wherever, and they give you free tickets to this fight, Connor and Khabib too, would you go? Or would you take, if you had a kid sibling or your mother, would you take them to this fight? 
Oh, that's 100% yes. But I don't know. You're asking a hardcore all of a sudden. So. I'm hardcore. It just gives me, the room gives me a very eerie feel. Imagine if I get at your Khabib flying eagle foot in the side of the face. Hey, baby. Or Connor, for that matter. What a Cub, a, a Connor toenail. breaks out there? <sighs> Dylan Danis all of a sudden ankle locks me because he thinks it's some random lady. Woo! I'm good. I'm good. But what about if it's just some random schmo schmo? Oh, and well, it's a whole brawl. Or oh, something. well, then I get to be like, I was in that brawl. I was in that 2019 brawl in January. Oh. I couldn't even climb out. I was like Jon Snow climbing through the dead bodies. It's probably less scary for you. <laughs> Truth. Yeah. Very, very true because it is just another battle story. Like, I'll make it out alive. Yeah. Unraped. I'm like, ah! <laughs> very big true. Guys at UFC fights. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Lat B sticking together. I'm gonna be right there. I'm gonna be right there. We could sell them and then go to like three other fights. We could we could sell those tickets and pay for airfare and tickets Ooh, to three other fights. That's a great point. That's a great Just point. Saying. So everyone would be like, hell yeah, I'd be there. Hell yeah. I'm like no other card on it. Doesn't the room seem dangerous? But that's just maybe a lady pull. Hashtag lady pull. <laughs> hey, that's why we need you here on IP. <laughs> yeah, we need a lady pull. There tends to be enough guys out in the MMA sphere as it goes, but. What about the another Dagestani caught doing steroids? Uh, Rustam Magomedov, Ruslan Magomedov, yeah, a hundred percent lifetime ban. Did we talk about this a little bit before? Was we that did ourselves? A bit but yeah, it is a lifetime ban. A couple of those Khabib ties just because of the yeah, Daggy fighters. Yeah, they were all in the same gig. I'm not surprised. Everybody <laughs> does steroids. Yeah, you always say. Everybody does steroids. <laughs> Speaking of which, does Khabib? I want to say no, but my body, <laughs> my body is telling me yes. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with a little poking punch. With a little poking punch. So, <laughs> I don't, I, I, nothing has told me that that's the case, but I mean, whenever it's legendary type of cardio, it's just like, oh yeah, I've known other guys that have legendary cardio. So, TJ Dillashaw, <laughs> Shale Sonnen, and m- many, many amongst them are like Ruzda Magalov being one of these guys. But this is one of those things that is going to forever be in our sport until we end up starting to change this entire aspect. And there is ways around it. Ask Mr. Pitko Graham himself. Why does Rustam Magomedov get a lifetime ban and Pico Jones? Ends up being like, it's just, he, he popped again, but uh, he was in between pulsing. Well, wasn't this Russian too? Was it Magomed freaking in between pulsing? I know. It's just some people's um, mountains are a little bit higher than others. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if they're on the same drug. But you can, but it can get there. It is achievable. It's a Mount Everest for someone is a Mount other for someone else hill do you whatever think any of it could have to do with that the ufc feels like baby ali management's getting a little too powerful and cutting some of the ties out of there ah uh, no i don't think so because there's he still has quite a bit of other fight oh that's a great point i don't think so initially but can't say it would be that surprising but ali seems to still be such a i there is the squeaky wheel gets the grease but eventually it gets replaced. And I feel like Ali's also getting in that point. As much as we talk about Mac, we've also highlighted here that Ali is in, for a manager, he needs to sit back and be more like the Kawas and all these other guys who you shouldn't really know their names. 
A good manager is the one you don't talk about. He doesn't need to be in the limelight punching Colby Covington, having an old lady break up a fight Picking and a seafood line. Like, uh, like letting you, here, kid, you can wear my jacket to Cejudo. Got us talk on the Ariel Hawani beef with Ali Abdelaziz. Did you see Ali throwing a little bit of shade? At no, I don't watch Ariel. Ariel Hawani via tweet. This might have been about a week, a week and a half ago. Maybe a little more recent. I feel like my Twitterverse has been blowing up nonstop, but... Ariel Hawani ended up uh, saying, refuting the calling his bum team that he plays with a bunch of co-workers for basketball. Uh, Ariel didn't like that comment at all and said, hey, at least I don't have to pay a bunch of fighters and hire them in order to hang out with me and train with me and be in videos with me as I proceed my career. Boom. Boom. Love you, Ariel Hawani. Boom. Roasted. L- love you, Ariel Hawani. So, super dope that he ended up getting him with that. He hasn't been on that show this week since that ended up happening, by the way. But uh, it is really interesting how we see Mr. Ali so present. And, you know, you just got to ask Noah what he's been up to previously, if you know what I'm saying. Noah. Ask Noah. Noah. Ask Noah. What happened to Noah? What else is happening away from all of that hole? All of that dirty dirtness. Yeah, what's some good We've had fights. some good fights. Oh, wait. Back to UFC Fort Lauderdale. Oh, well, that's a good fight. It we... started out as sad, and then it ended up in good news. The, there's really weird shit happening with this fight card. Not only did it officially switch from uh, Miami, which you know how we like to party in Miami, so it was a hassle having to switch all those arrangements. Thanks, UFC. I'm going to get that money back. Thank you. Ended up moving it to the BB&T Center in Fort Lauderdale, and that ended up switching from the original bout being Yo Romero versus Bojachina, Paulo Costa himself. Bojachina fell out due to injury, a lot of people thought it was steroids. Yo Romero even said it was steroids. Or oh. <laughs> he even said it was Usada. That's what I heard. Costa said, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it's you who's on steroids. So either way, Sousa, Rolando Sousa, Jacare Souza ended up stepping in to fight Yo Romero at the BBNT Center. And as of late breaking about a day ago or so, Yo Romero's officially fallout against Sousa. In their like, round no. two fight. And we're like, now we're screwed. Now what are we going to get again here against Sousa short notice? And Bohachina is the number one name in the category for stepping in. So he's not willing to fight Yo Romero, Bohachina. But he's willing to fight Sousa. And Bohachina's now saying, oh, Yo Romero pop for steroids. Woo! What an actual turn of events. Like, a literal turn of events. You want WWE? You want all this make-believe? Yeah, you all want this drama. The... How do you not see it's not here? Real life. This is real life happening. Not willing to fight Yo Romero or an injury that somehow got healed way before that time and willing to step back in against Souza on essentially three weeks' notice. I'm going to watch that fight. You know Labby's going to be there live and in charge, making money, making plays. It's still a stack card. There's nine bouts. Well, eight officially Nine up in the air because Bojachina might step back in. There's still about two to three fights to fill in. So, Fort Lauderdale still looking like it's going to be a fun night of bets. But you're just, you're leaving me in the air. I'm like, I'm that prom date that didn't get the reply back. I just got the note with no mark, yes or no. 
It's just like, what does this mean? What's happening? Uh, what am I supposed to do with this? Am I just going to sit here? Um, we always say, like, our biggest fear is that everything will fall out at the last minute. But everyone wants to be in Miami, right? Fort Lauderdale. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Is it really? Yeah, it's only like a half hour away. Oh, okay. That ain't that bad. That ain't that bad. That, I'm new. I'm new to the it's area. It's like 20 miles, actually. It's just because of traffic. You have to give, sometimes if it's shit time of the day, it might even take you like an hour to get there. You know, like that Portland traffic. <laughs> that big city traffic. So, how do you feel about this supposed new main event? It is actually a fresh mesh matchup. I actually didn't want to see Souza versus Romero, so... I kind of really am digging this more so than this number two fight. I'm like, oh, fresh matchup. Boachina Souza, yeah, immediate contender. If he wins, if he loses, doesn't really hurt him that much. I love it. Um, I first was super bummed, and then after I thought about it, I was more excited because I did feel like for Boachina, uh, Yoel was a little too much too soon for me. It was I like, totally agree. For the next fight, perfect. And maybe getting through a great grappler like Sousa with punching power as well, just a little, like the opposite type as Yoel Romero, but, you know, great, still one of the top guys. Um, that's a good stepping stone. I don't even remember who his not, last knockout was, Boroncina. Johnny Hendricks? No, I'm lying. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, I'm totally off on that. But I just, um, Yoel Romero is one of the top of the top, in my opinion. I agree. He could have been the champion. Some people debated his last win with Whitaker. I'm not going to argue with that too much, the people that debated it. I saw it for the champion, but I'm not going to get angry. It wasn't a robbery either way. It was a very close bout. So, still super hyped for that Fort Lauderdale card coming on the 27th. But before that, we have Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier. I mean, the two classiest acts amongst the entire week of all this. We haven't really even talked about this fight. I, we do have a sober weekend coming up here. No UFC no officially UFC. in charge. So, we have another week to look forward to. The lines are starting to come out because it is going to be a pay-per-view. But... It's really interesting how these class acts are kind of falling back to all of this trash and slapping and accusations and talk going on. That card, in general, how do you feel like it's going to go down being a pay-per-view off of a two-week stint with no I can't fucking fights. wait! Right? I'm so <laughs> cannon for that. I am so excited to see Max Holloway up 10 pounds. And I feel like he's already so fast at 145. That speed is going to be dangerous to keep up with at 155. And Poirier, it's kind of the perfect level. I don't think Max should fight the champ on the way in. And nor do I think he should have fought Tony Ferguson. Or I don't think he should have fought one of the top three. I think Poirier's right there as like that three or four guy. Um, in my opinion, so I think it's kind of a perfect fight for Max to walk into in the division and for both guys because Poirier has fucking grown so much that um, it's just interesting. It really is. I want to jump. I'm gonna jump back to the Fort Lauderdale card because I was yeah. just talking about eight official bouts. There is now a nine official bouts with that one up in the air with Bohachina versus We have. Carla Esparza versus L.R. Souza is now going to be fight. Oh, hold on. Souza fell out against Carla Esparza for Fort Lauderdale. And stepping in is going to be Viara Jabrina, the Brazilian herself. Oh. 
She's going to be a short notice replacement in about three weeks against Esparza. So, I guess still back to eight uh, fights only officially. <laughs> eight fights. Up because somebody and fell down. out. Up and down. Yeah, I'm excited. And there's some other little tap good fights on that pay-per-view coming in. So, don't mind it at all. I don't even mind the two-week break. I really don't. I, I totally agree. Some other stuff. It was getting a little bit heavy there for we a time. We saw some killer knockouts. Like, I don't How many complacent. weeks in a row? How many weeks oh in a row? Gosh. I mean, it started... It was a full-time job. Ma- it, it became a full-time job. For reals. Masvidal versus Thompson before that. Or no, Masvidal till. Then it was Pettis, Thompson. What ended up happening last weekend? Gaethje, Barbosa. Oh I mean, oh, three yes. first-round knockouts. Last three weeks in a row, main event, and all underdogs? Uh, unbelievable. Like, what an unbelievable... Year we've had so far. We're only four months in. All right, fight's coming. Masvidal, Askren, quick pick. It's official. You know. UFC you know. That's We've the been headliner interested. of 239. UFC 239. Good for Masvidal. He's finally, he's finally at the headliner of pay-per-view. Is, that's not the headlining pay-per-view bad, is it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, you're right. It's on a big fat It's card. on a it's huge on a card, card where I'm like, Jones, oh, Holly it's kind of buried. I would honestly love that on an ESPN type of a headliner. To be the headliner. Yes, exactly. To be a five-rounder and on its own. A three-rounder. I'm liking Masvidal, honestly, in that. We saw what he did against Damian Maya. Then again... Ben Asker, we've seen what he can do. I watched that watermelon footage recently. Chris Cyborg didn't like it. She thought that she did that she needs to get her YouTube presence out there more. So Flow Wrestling ended up doing her right and getting the posts out there. But uh I'm siding with the all-around better MMA fighter is Jorge Masvidal. The specialist there is Ben Askren. But again, how good is that speciality? And so far it's been holding up. Controversially, might I say. Thank you, Herb Dean. So crazy. Black iguana. It's so crazy. I w- Ben got tossed around a little bit um, in his last fight, but I don't know. I I don't want to get on the hype train either because Jorge is Amanda Manga. And I love Game Break. Game Break. Game Break. Game Break. I don't even know. If I have to make a pick, I'm going to pick Ben Askren. I hate it right now, but it's not even here yet. What about Joan Santos? I, that's an easy pick. Everyone's got Jones. You can see why. I mean, does that really even... Yeah. Done Masvidal, that. Ben Askren is a much funner fight to break down then. <laughs> Brunson, Brunson, Elias, Theradoa. I'm going to say Theradoa because he stays away so much. And, you know, Brunson's on them ice skates. He's, and eventually swinging at air. Isn't nonstop. it interesting, though... Um, the fight styles here. It's like finally a fight style that will force Elias to have to fight. Last time that happened, uh, Tiago Santos ended up getting a disqualification. Or no, it was a cut stoppage. No, it wasn't a cut stoppage. It was a decision for Santos. But Theradoa, most damage he's been in a long time. That's a pressure yeah. fighter. So I, um, his fighting style is interesting for that. Uh, Derek Brunson and Elias isn't a knockout artist. I might have a Derek in that fight. But I you know could see I that could too. Totally hater sometimes. So take it for what it's worth right now. Totally agree with that. I could see that happening. Noon, Noons Holmes. That's a really close fight. I'm going to go with Noons. Uh, I hope this is Holly's fight, 
but I, it would be really cool for Amanda to win this fight and walk off as the, a goat for a long time to come. That she be, we might we might see better fighters come up in the future, but bigger names for what they those women did like this first chunk mm-hmm. of women's MMA history, um, of UFC history, I should say. Uh, she'll be the goat. She'll be have beaten every single big name in all of women's UFC. Totally agree. Totally agree. Getting off into more of just the the media and merchandising type, we know that thug, nasty, jitsu, freaking Bryce Mitchell himself ended up calling for the camo shorts. Those have officially been confirmed. Reebok is going to end up selling those MMA camo shorts. Now he wants to fight in them. Not only did Reebok make the shorts, they officially made the top and... It looked like a really cool gesture. Like, yes, they listened to him. They're going to end up getting camo out there. But there's already been multiple people posting like, hey, look at their other camo line. They just said, here you go on our MMA shorts. We made it for specifically for you. And Bryce Mitchell has said nonstop, give me that real life camo. He's already retweeted like, hey, if you guys could hook this up, it'd be better because Reebok has more of a urban camo type of feel where Bryce Mitchell wants that like Chad Mendez, Hunter, Forest. Oh, sticks. the forest kind? Yeah, the like where you see... Leaves. Exactly. He doesn't want the blotches of color in the DMX video. Where it looks like wood pattern. Exactly, where it looks like real life. So, I don't understand how Reebok didn't see that happening, but maybe I do because, again, they were like, oh, yeah, camo, we got camo. There you go. Bryce Mitchell, you just got your own camo show. Maybe in his next win, he'll have to ask for it. I kind of like the idea of on a win, they call out Reebok and get some shit. Like. <laughs> well, other fighters, are they going to be like the Scottish fighters like Calderwood or Paul Craig? Are they going to be like, we want pled? I, I need heard pled. something. Somebody tweeted it out. I wish I remembered who it was that said, if you miss weight, um, the other fighter gets to pick your walkout song. Ooh, on top of 20%. Yeah. 20%. I love that. That's great. That would be so funny. That would be really, somebody. really funny. So funny to do to somebody. Then Tony Ferguson. I wonder how things are going over there. I've been watching some footage. Been looking like he's healing mighty well. It's doing some breakdancing shots and for some UFC footage. Doing some... Uh, very solid basics in the b-boy world throwing some good old footwork in there scrambling some eggs getting it done that's gonna be a fun one is that also stacked up for like two three nine or yeah what pay-per-view is that yeah Yeah, you're right unbelievable stack night oh it's been so iffy i gotta say inganu just because JDS has had a little bit longer in the ring and doesn't take punches as well. Even though he just ate the Black Beast's best shot, I want to feel like Naganu has got that one. Marai Cejudo. Is that official or is that one on the just the in the ether? I think it's official, but I'm really? not sure. I think it is official, but I'm unsure. I know Dana said he wanted to do the fight. Cejudo said he wanted to do it, and Marlon. So, but I don't. Know. I want to say Cejudo wins that, and I haven't been the biggest Cejudo fan. Oh. I hope that's not true. Yeah, but it's for all the most boring reasons that he wins, but that's why he wins. But Marais has been showing us that knockout power, so it's going to be a fun one whenever that happens because it's going to be an eventuality. Do you think um, 
Amanda goes in and starches Holly like she no, has her last No, no, Holly's not the type of fighter to be starched in that way, especially in MMA. I don't think so either. Like, for in my opinion, has Holly ever been finished in her career? Yes. Well, only pro boxing. Like I don't think an MMA. Knocked out, nasty knocked out or yep, anything? Yeah, but it was pro boxing and she got tied up in the ropes and the ref was garbage and that should have been a standing TK away before she was brutalized in there. Oh, bummer. Yeah, like she took noticeable head damage. But speaking of Holly Holmes, have you noticed any of her new interviews post this divorce now? Is Holly Holmes on steroids? Oh, we've been saying that for years. Come on, get out of it. That's not even... That's of course. Of course. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. But (laughs) I want to say more just the Holly Holmes on her recent interviews on Ariel Hawani show talking about how she's just living her best life, having fun. We're seeing a lot of videos of her dancing. Really, the interview she had where she almost talked about or she talked about almost crying being on the same card with John Jones and just being so excited at 36, 38, whatever she is now uh, in her career with a long career and still having many fights left, looking at even 40, still having a career. But I don't know if I want to be weird about this, if I'm being a guy in this or whatever. But when she started to talk about being on the same card with John Jones and how good of a teammate. And you were like, oh, they fucking. Thank you very fucking much. <laughs> Thank you very fucking much. A hundred percent. I'm like, John Jones laid that pipe. Five different baby mamas, John Jones laid that pipe. That, I guarantee it. I divorce, felt like that in a different th- interview. I saw her and him together like on running trails and stuff and all our little videos. And I just feel like they have an energy about them. John Jones laid that. You, that divorce came about for all sorts of other reasons. But Holly Holmes was talking about even her other relationships kind of subduing her uh, persona because sh- they thought that it would make her look weird. So now she's kind of being herself and being a little more goofy because this is how she feels. Her but, uh, Michelle dancing, dancing. Uh, whoo, that JBJ will get you. <laughs> It'll turn yeah, you. It'll well, turn. So the preacher's daughter was getting the pipe is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no Nancy Kerrigan job in there. But you know what we're talking about. I know, Why? You know what? If Conor McGregor would have preached out something like that, like, it would be okay. Well, no, remember how mad Misha just got at Connor for because Connor tweeted out that one tweet when somebody asked him who would he pick, Rhonda or Misha, and he said, I'd have one riding dick, one licking my toes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a dope ass rap tweet. Yeah, Misha just brought that up of recent, and I feel like on her podcast for some reason, which I think is on Sirius, it might be a little more than a podcast. Um, she, when she heard herself say it, or whoever was sitting across from her, I feel like they laughed at it the same way you did, and it made her. Yeah, I know it's not, it's kind of funny, but it's really insulting. Because <laughs> it's a rap lyric. Yeah, that's where I was like, she, she. I think somebody had to tell her the joke later. I totally that. agree. Do you think Misha Tate ever listened? I mean, she's got to have listened to Notorious B.I.G., but. I don't think she knows rap know. lyrics like most people. I don't know. Her and She's an Atlantis Morissette type myself, I think. Or um, the I cranberries see them into country. Her, oh yeah, yes, that country. does sound far like, off. I I don't know why I feel like she'd have a truck and the windows down. I feel like that's in the same boat though, as I'm saying with Atlantis, because she's a little more lady, so you can throw them. But she's also Tanya Tucker. Tanya Tucker, get a little Tanya, little Rebo up in there. My girl, getting it done. Getting her little rebel. <laughs> She's getting fancy. What about weird one? Um, 
And we can get out of here if you need to. But Jimmy Rivera, Peter Yan. Oh, that's Peter Yan all day. All day. Peter Rivera's at the end. Right. Yeah, Jimmy Rivera, I think, is more on the end. The other or fun Jimmy one, Rivera, yeah. the other one that I thought you were going to bring up that could be really, really fun is the Jimmy Manawa versus Rackick. Lesbo being a big Rackick fan for a long time, picking him yeah. nonstop, and he's been coming through looking like a beast. I'm finally on that bandwagon. How do you feel about that one? Um, I might go with Rackick again. Uh, might? <laughs> it's kind of the same boat as the fight that you just asked me about. I'm like, is Jimmy Rivera done? Uh, is Jimmy Manawa done? We've been saying it for years. Yeah, here at Labby. I really like Raktik, but isn't he going up a weight class or no? He's always mm-hmm. been at 205. I think he's always been at... He could be going up, but he looks like that body city, though. Yeah, he he, he, if he moves up, he's you're going to be like, Jesus, how did you ever make the lower weight class? I don't know. I'm. I know. I'm scrolling through the internet to see if there's any other fights, and I'm just like, Connor took down the tweet, and then it's everywhere with the are you a towel, and it's just. <laughs> oh. It's have you it's seen so upsetting to me though. The Daniel because Cormier. I do think it's so disrespectful it in is. a way of like, whatever. Like, I don't know. It is disrespectful, but you know the That's internet's wrong. got a internet. Have you seen the Daniel We're Cormier? Talking about it, God. Get, it worked. Got us. It worked. Daniel Cormier being memed in to next to Habib. Have you seen that? Where it's Talgate Daniel Cormier next to Habib at the wedding. It's horrible. And it's not classical. That is the funniest one. <laughs> that it, is so it's funny. It's so bad. And it's so funny. And they're training partners. It's all it's boys being boys. I see people out of the sphere of UFC fighting at all talking about this. I, I see other people talking about this as well, so. It's a big deal. Like, it's always Connor. It's been the, the main theme of our show here. Connor Jules. <laughs> they're like, they're worse than casuals. There are people that just come on with Connor news. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a name for it. The, uh, like, McGregor, like, the, I don't know. Maxuals. Yeah. Majuals. Yeah. Maxuals. Yeah, somebody come up with something clever. <laughs> <laughs> Get better than Maxuals. I dare you. Let us know on Twitter at Zoltanite at Weakneck Baby. Yeah, you don't for think Lesbo. anything's worse than casuals? Maxuals. 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 Um, what about if it's M A M A Casuals? M A Casuals. I like that That's as well. That's it, and we spell it Mac. Mac Casuals. Yep. I totally agree with that. If you have something better, let us know at Lesbo and the Bean. Find us on Instagram. You know what you can get us on YouTube, left Facebook, all of it. We getting deep in this piece. Yeah, yeah. You need to go and um, if you're not a social media person, uh, the Instagram's definitely worth a follow. And there's interesting stuff all over um, the internet's why you still got it before Big Brother take it down. If you know what I'm saying. I don't know what other fight news is really going on, um, but we do have to tell everyone before we go to go to latherandcompany.com and use the code LATB15 while it lasts because you guys at 200, it might when we get to the 200 show, that code won't be there anymore because we might be um, changing the name. Interesting. What a cliffhanger we're going to end up having leaving till the next show. Yeah, it's good enough for the next show because you know what? There's no fights. You can't be mad at us. You um, like and subscribe if you miss us that much. 
at all the places and XOXO hashtag Lappy. Thanks for listening to Lat B. For all things Lesbo and the Bean, head over to lesboandthebean.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.